Hi, my name is Frankie. Thank you for listening to my mom. I never listen. In today's episode, Debbie welcomes in head coach of Delaware women's basketball, Natasha Adair, and her star guard, Jasmine Dickey. Coach Adair discusses um, her in her influencers uh, throughout her career, like Trudy Lacey and Mike Peterson, coaches that she's worked for. Uh, her time with USA Basketball, where she worked with Jeff Walls and Corey Close, you know, names that are big in the women's basketball circles and things that she took from them. Uh, she talks about, you know, things that, 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 that are discussed or the fact that when she was an assistant, you know, it was all about VHS tapes and, and rushing to get that next scout done and uh, taking notes on napkins, things like that. Uh, she also gives good advice to young coaches in, in her way of, of, as she puts it, paying it, paying it forward. Uh, she sees giving as a responsibility. Uh, just so much of that and more in this episode. And with and with Jasmine Dickey, um, her and Debbie talk about obviously a lot of offense because Jasmine averages 27 points a game. Uh, her loyalty, her selflessness. Um, Coach Adair calls Jasmine a culture changer uh, and talks about the Dickey effect. These are all things you're going to learn. And, and, and there's also this thing called sweat equity that Debbie brings up when she's talking to Jasmine. So all of these things that you're going to learn about and more in this episode of Nothing But Net with Debbie Antonelli. Well, this is such a treat, Natasha Adair, to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time. Debbie, thank you as always um, for having me. Well, listen, you and I go way back. So um, <laughs> I want to say way back. It's not way in a way, way back machine, but it's not right. too far. But you were an assistant at Wake Forest and, and I was watching you and mm-hmm. I knew that you had that special quality. What was it, do you think, that allowed you to be able to have the kind of success that you're having now through your journey? Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's just the, the different places that I've been, um, the people that that has poured into me and the people that I've been able to learn from, um, you know, it, it starts, it goes back to even my my college coach, you know, Trudy Lacey, a name that you're very familiar with, um, you know, go Wolfpack, right? Um, That's but, right. Trudy was a but, great player at NC State. Oh, my goodness. And, and just having her not only as a coach, but as a mentor, um, as an example, especially uh, in a time where there weren't many coaches, um, Division One head coaches of, of influence, honestly, Debbie, that looked like me. And um, she, she poured into us in, in so many different areas, aside from just being a basketball player. Um, she talked a lot about life and talked about um, our influence, but also our input. Um, and, and, and how do we how do we take every moment that we have and, and be better, but also give? Uh, and, and so, but just learning from, from Trudy and, and then going into just college coaching under Pat Knapp, who, who was at Georgetown, I'm from DC, you know, I, I get this amazing opportunity and, you know, he had been a coach that recruited me, um, but also just to be able to learn just more about the business than, you, you know, in addition to the game, but just how to be a good manager of people. 
um, the, the ins and outs of coaching. I mean, that, that was back in the day where you had to be the third assistant. You had to, you had to be the dobo. You had to be the video coordinator. You know, it was restricted earnings. I mean, we, we didn't have any of, of what we have now. And so you had to multitask, you had to juggle. There was no excuse. It was get it done. I mean, there was no synergy. It was film exchange, drive on the turnpike and hand a VHS tape to, to the opponent. You, you know, so think about all of those things that we had to do and, and, but it taught us grit. It taught us um, character. You had to be three plays ahead, three steps ahead. So uh, the adversity that we experienced then now, I'm like, there's nothing that can rattle me. So you take being a player, but then also growing up in a time and learning the game inside out. Um, it, it just helps prepare me for these moments now. And I move on from, from Georgetown after being there six years and and being fortunate to coach, uh, I mean, some great players, Rebecca Brunson as one, um, just all time great, but people don't realize, you know, I coach Katie Smirka Duffy too. You know, people know the name AZ Fudd, but I coached her mom, <laughs> you know? So, um, and, and that was when the big East was the big East and it was competitive as the day is long. And so to be able to coach in that environment, prepare scouts, for those players, all pretty much WNBA players and Hall of Famers, um, you just learn and you soak it up. I'm a sponge um, to, to just the game and the knowledge of the game. And then I get a call from Mike Peterson, who you and I both know and, and love. And I think he's one of the brightest minds um, in the game. And to be with him for eight years, I mean, he's he opened the game up in a way that that hadn't been, you know, I hadn't been exposed to. And if he was a football coach, he would be an offensive coordinator because he just, he gets the game on a whole nother level. Um, and I, and I attribute a lot of what I do now to what I learned then with him. Um, and, and, you know, I'm so thankful to have been under coaches that poured into me, but also allowed me to grow. Um, I wasn't just a recruiter to them. I was a coach, you know, I could go to them and ask questions, ask why, uh, give me offense, give me the defense, give me whatever I needed. To, to one day sit in this seat. And, and so I'm very thankful for the people that, that I've had uh, pour into me, lead me. Uh, and then, and then Debbie, you, you know, you came to a lot of our shoot arounds and, and you came, you know, you saw us in action. And, and uh, when we talked, I, I think we were at NC state, I think mm -hmm. that was the game. And, and we just talked about kind of opportunities that were, that were there for me. And, and, You've just been an advocate. You've been you've been a friend. You've been a mentor, an example. So many things uh, in my career that that I've been able to um, just really experience because of so many great people, and, and you are on that list. So thank you. Well, you you reference uh, Peterson, which is a reference to Mikey P. Mike Peterson, <laughs> with your time at Wake Forest, and and that conversation was this inside the twenty minute countdown clock at yeah. Wake Forest playing at NC State. I was calling the game. And I walked over and I called you down to the end of the bench, like, hey, shh, hey, Tasha, come here, sec, come here. I mean, you were game prep in the middle and I was getting ready to go on the air. And I was like, hey, what do you think about the College of Charleston job? Yeah. And uh, you were like, I think I'm interested in that. I said, okay, we'll talk <laughs> after the game. And that was it. Cause I'm like, I don't want to talk to you about it, distract you or me from what we had to do. But um, you mentioned um, kind of um, a dive back into the way we used to do things, you know, VHS is stacked up and you're changing every two hours, changing a VHS tape. I did that stuff too. 
That's mm. back when you could live scout opponents. So you were oh. always on the road. Yes. If we dug deep into your archives, what was mm. something from way back in the day that you still have that you carry with you or you have in a file or you have in mm -hmm. a closet somewhere? What would one of those things be in your archives? I have everything. I, you know, they call me a hoarder of knowledge, but you know, I, I have a notebook. It's a, it's a notebook from, from when I first became, you, you know, a coach when I started at, at Georgetown. And um, it was just a, it was just information that, that was passed on to me on just how to break down scouts and, you know, what to look for and in the game situations and time and score. And I was actually going through um, something in my office not too long ago, but it was, I also had a book from the BCA. And this was back when Cheney, Vivian, and Big John were leading it. Yeah. And it, it talked just wow. about Think about that. <laughs> like I would like this. I would like to read that. I'd like to okay. see that. Okay. Okay. At some it, point, let me borrow. I know you probably have it. You know, in a special locked up case or some sort. Of, <laughs> it is open cool. all the time. But th there's so many. Just th there's so much information that that we shared. Um, that I don't know if we share as much. Um, yeah. You know, back in the day, it was we talked shop, and you talk shop anywhere. You wrote on napkins, you, you shared all kinds of information. Um, and I know we do it, you know, I'm part of the women of color um, and, and, and we, we do that a lot and, and we spend a lot of time pouring into each other and making sure that we're better. I'm also part of, uh, you know, the BCU and, and obviously, you know, what we do within the WBCA, but uh, it was just something about those conversations, whether you're on the road recruiting, whether you're in the gym, and you're you're going over to Vivian, and you're going over, you, you know, <laughs> to Kay, um, who who God rest her soul, who they always wanted to share. Mm -hmm. They always wanted to make sure whatever it is you wanted to know, you saw a play or you needed you needed some advice. They were always there, and you know I think about that now. Whenever I meet someone, hey. I don't know what I can offer you. You know, I've been in it a little longer. If you're taking over a program or I've done it three times, take my number down. Because there are things that you're going to go through that you're going to experience that I can just give you advice. Um, so just always trying to pay it forward. But there, there's, there's a lot of notebooks of information from, from every step of the way. I have some of Billy Moore's notebooks that I cherish keeping. Uh, and I promised her that I would preserve them for her. Mm -hmm. um, and she's such a legend in our game. Uh, it's interesting to go back and look at the detail that, that mm -hmm. she see, saw the game and how she was able to pass that on. When mm -hmm. you mentioned sharing and you mentioned the women of color, what was your reaction? Because I'm sure you did get a piece of the net from Dawn Staley as she passed yeah. out a piece of the net to all the, the women of color that are head coaches in our game. I did. Dawn is, she is, um, aside from being, as you know, <laughs> one of the greats, for her to be so selfless um, and, and wanting to lift all of us up. You know, Carolyn Peck obviously passed it on to her. And, and Dawn said, you know what, I'm, I'm gonna take it a step further. And that's Dawn, I'm gonna take it a step further. 
I'm going to be gracious, you know, to what's been given to me. Um, I'm going to acknowledge it because of my work, but I'm also going to lean into others, reach down and pull others up. Um, She takes the light off herself. You know her, you know, she doesn't boast. She just takes care of business. And for me to receive that, and, and I'm sure for every other coach to receive it, one, it lets me know, wow, you see me, I matter, you know, but it also says, I can do this. We can do this and we can do this together. So, um, you know, a heartfelt thank you to her yet again. Um, she's, she's just, she's special in so many ways. And I, I think just her being so selfless, uh, so humble, so human, right? Human that um, she just inspires you in so many other ways than what the obvious people would think just as a basketball coach. For me, it's a person. You know, she, you, you, she's, she's more than an icon. She's literally a living, living example of what true hard work and dedication can get you. hundred percent. There's no question about it. I, I mean, I always reference being at South Carolina in her first year when there was one concession stand and there was mm-hmm. no, no parking issues. And, you know, now it's, it's so amazing when you go there, it's such a great demographic. The crowd is full of all kinds of people, young, mm-hmm. old, black, white. I mean, students, it's just really, really a great uh, microcosm of where our game is right now. It has everybody there. It's fun to be there. So let me ask you this. Um, because sharing and the ability to give, I know are important things to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I say to you, giving is a skill, what do you mm-hmm. say to that? I think giving is a responsibility. I think giving is a responsibility. Um, I do think you have to be, I think it's a skill because you have to, you have to learn, you have to be very intentional. But for me, it's a responsibility. Um, because I know that I don't sit here uh, as the head coach, you know, at the University of Delaware without me, me being a giver, me being a servant. Uh, it comes back to you twofold. And I've always been raised that way. You know, I, I don't sit here because I did something, um, not solely. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, it was, it was people around me. Um, it was a servant's heart. You know, there's so many formulas to being here and being heading into my 25th year of college coaching. You know, there's tenure because I know that I can keep growing. There's tenure because I say please and thank you. There's tenure because I know that there have been other people that have helped me along the way. So as much as I can give, uh, I'm going to give. As much as I can lean into others, I'm going to lean in. and. Um, so I, I don't, I think it's a skill, yes, but I also think it's a responsibility. I think that's the right attitude. Uh, and I try to be that way as well. Um, so this leads me to an experience I had recently. You know, I'm always trying to, anytime a student calls me or somebody asks me uh, to spend some time, I always find it. Yes. And so I was with a group of young students, 15 young women that want to be aspiring journalists. Mm-hmm. And uh, I spent some time with them and I went over a short introduction and then I really wanted them to ask as many questions as they want. They wanted. And the first question that came from this group of young women 
mm-hmm. was how do you deal with burnout? And I looked at the young woman, I was like, burnout? I am not burned out. I never have been, <laughs> never tired. I don't make any excuses. I'm not complaining. Right. And I thought, why did she ask that? Correct. You know, it was interesting. I think it's the mindset of where these kids are today. What, what's your, you know, because I love what I do and I know you love what you do, but mm-hmm. not everybody loves it, even though no. they're doing it. Right. Right. So right. when somebody brings out the word burnout, I kind of go, what do you, I don't, I don't understand what you're asking me. I love, I love that I'm up at one, uh, up till one and up at five and uh, I'm watching film and I'm doing all that. I don't think that you, uh, bur- I don't think you burn out. What, no, what, what do you say to that? Well, then I say, what's your why? You know, you got to find out your why you're a competitor. I'm a competitor. Competitors don't burn out. Competitors adjust. It's their scouting report, right? It, it's, you always got to be three plays ahead. Did you plan? You know, if you're burning out, then you're not planning well. So what, where's your focus? Where are you spending your time? What are your disciplines? There's so many other things, you, you, you know, and there's balance and you learn that over time um, for sure. But I also think there's alignment. Um, you know, there's so many boxes you have to check off, um, but burning out, it, it's not even an option. Yeah. I, I thought it was odd. I thought it was very odd that that would be something a young 21 year old woman would ask me, mm-hmm. uh, that it's not even, doesn't even have a job yet that wants to get into the business. Um, l- let's, let's talk a little bit about business. Let's talk the business of your team. I want to ask you a couple of things here about mm-hmm. You know, every year you seem to take another step forward and, and make more progress with the effort of your group. Mm-hmm. Um, what has it been like this year with your team? And then tell us a little bit about Jasmine Dickey, who is a, really a, a, an excellent basketball player that has gotten some recognition on the national scene. Well, again, you know, year to year, I, I can't say I do it alone, right? I have such a good staff, uh, staff that, that's been with me, um, you know, that, that knows me. Uh, but the thing about our, our team is, is who we are. We, we talk about, you know, who are we as, as people, who are we as basketball players? And we really, really enforce that. You know, what is our team identity? You know, who, when people see us, when they're preparing for us, what are they, what are they preparing for? And we want to make sure we're that team um, this year for sure, because the culture is built, we're going to play hard. You know, when you play Delaware, you're going to play hard. You know that we're going to defend. You know that we're going to rebound. You know that we're going to run. Okay. But for us this year to, to take that next step is how efficient are we? You know, um, are we making the right decisions? Are we looking for the right options? And so we really spent a lot of time in the off season uh, about good for great. Right. We, 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 this is a, this is good, but okay. Could we have gotten better and really breaking down the game analytically um, and really trying to just take that next step to be elite. Um, you know, we don't, it's, it's not an arrogance to say that we're good. We're good, but we want to be elite and we want to be in a different group come March. Um, and we want to do that day in and day out. And, and so, um, I love the buy-in of our team because you know, it's there when you can sit back as a coach and they're saying the same thing. Um, this is a team now that is player led coach supported. You know, we have veterans, we have players that have been with, been with me, been with us since day one. And so they know 
they can look at the game and if it gets sloppy, they even in the timeout, before I get to them, Debbie, they're like, okay, you guys, we got to do it on defense. You know, we, we got to get six defensive stops in a row. We're, we're taking shots too early. So really, really honing in. And, and so um, I love where we are. We, we have obviously veterans, but we have some new pieces that we're, that, that's starting to gel right now. Our non-conference schedule, I, I would say is probably one of the most competitive schedules since I've been here um, at Delaware. And that was intentional as well, because we're building this thing for conference play in March. Uh, and so I know we're going to talk about Jasmine as we should, but there's so many other uh, players on our team that, that we have depth, we have leadership, we have experience, and we have a relentless, we have a relentless um, just pursuit to, to win. And, and I'm just, I'm very proud of our group. Talk about Jasmine a little bit in the, in the mm -hmm. uh, era of the tra transfer portal, you know, she didn't get plucked away and, and she stayed and, yeah. and your team is better because of it. Absolutely. You know, this, the, the transfer portal now, I mean, everyone's saving two scholarships, Debbie, to recruit from the portal um, because they're, they're looking at, well, you know what, I can get an experienced player. I can get a, I can get a high level player and, and they can come in and make a difference right away. But the first thing I want to say about Jasmine is she's loyal. You know, she's loyal. She, she is, as much as she is a great basketball player, she's a phenomenal person. You know, she cares more about this team and, and about her teammates than herself. She's the player that has not lost a sprint since she got, since she stepped on campus. And she came in to help change the culture. The culture wasn't broken. But for, for the way that we want it to play, we want it to be very competitive and relentless. Um, and, and watching her play in high school, I said, that's it right there. She's going to come in and she's going to help build something very special here that hasn't been done here in a very long time. And year to year to year, seven points per game her freshman year, 12 points per game her sophomore year. 23 points per game, player of the year, her junior year. And now she's at 27.9 points per game. And that's because of the hours before, the hours after that Jasmine is in the gym. She rolls, she's blue collar, you know, but I call it the Dickey effect. To know Jasmine and to know her family, each and every one of them are that way. She doesn't want to hand out. She's never going to make an excuse. She puts, you know, she puts the team on her back. Um, and, and it's, it's just, it's just to watch her every day. Sometimes you're just in awe because you, you know, just when, when you, when you don't think she can give you any more, she gives you so much more. Um, and now if you don't work hard in our program, you stand out. And that's because again, from day one, she's helped, she's helped set that standard. I love that. I love that she's loyal and that she works and she gets Work. in the gym and we need more players to continue to do that. That's what's going to be so special about our game moving forward is, you know, I'm always on the offensive kick because I think that's where our game needs to be for people to be interested in our game. We have yeah. to be able to score. It's yes. all about offense. Now I see the game through an offensive lens. Mm -hmm. um, and so therefore that's the way I speak the game. Mm -hmm. um, and it's the way I prepare for the game. And, you know, and I, and I want to ask you one final thing, and that is, 
I know, Natasha, where your heart is, and I know how hard you work, and I know you are a grinder, a, a tape eater, and um, you're someone that loves to build relationships. You've had some experience at a really high level in college, but also your USA basketball experience, because I think that's a, uh, I don't want to say that that validates existence right. in the game, but it certainly gives you a, another measure of confidence, not just as a player, but as a coach. How yeah. would you rate where your USA basketball experiences help the overall development of your program? Are you kidding me? I mean, first of all, to, to get the call, you know, from, from Carol Callen, right? To get the call and you're, I'm staring at my phone like, really? <laughs> you know, and then to fly out there and just pull up to, to just the USA basketball campus complex and to just, just be in awe. Um, knowing the history, knowing the people, you know, I, I mean, even on the campus, you're watching people training all sports, you know, all walks, all walks of life and, and, and to be amongst the great, right, just greatness and to be alongside, you know, I, I was so blessed to be able to work with, with Jeff Walls. I mean, another, another brain, a, another phenomenal coach in this business and Corey Close, who I, I just love. I just absolutely love. And people don't know, we were all assistants together in the ACC. You know, Corey at Florida State and Jeff was was at Maryland at the time and, and I'm at Wake. And just to see the trajectory of, of, of just where they are in their programs and to be in those car rides, to be in the war room with them, to just pull, you know, from, from both of them on best practices and, and things that you know, I can take back, you know, some of my zone offenses, thank you, Jeff, <laughs> you, you know, and, and just situations that I felt like I came back from USA basketball so much better um, and, and more prepared and armored with, with other things. I want to learn from people who are, are where I want to go. You know, that's one thing in coaching. There's so many coaches in coaching clicks of people that are that are all the same and not that you can't learn from them but are you learning from people where you want to go um if that's if that's the advice i have to give young coaches don't spend time with with your friends don't spend time you you, you know uh, um when we're at these tournaments or when we're out recruiting just socializing go and find the coaches that are winning and ask them questions ask them how trust me every coach in the country wants to share Every coach in the country will make time to talk to you to help make your program make you better. And so I think that I have been so blessed to be able to have those friendships, have those opportunities. And, and I didn't, I didn't miss, I asked the questions, you know, Jeff is great in end of game situations. His out of bounds plays are phenomenal. He thinks outside the box. And so to be able to spend, you know, two years, three years with him with USA basketball, and me to be able to walk away with, with a lot of that stuff, that's an interesting. I mean, we've won games on some of those end-of-game situations that I got from him. And the way that Corey Close structures her day, she's the most organized person that I know. Her practice plans are this thick. You know, you've seen her. Yeah. So there's no detail that she leaves out. Um, the way that they run their programs, she, Corey sends everything. She shares everything. And so to be able to have those reference points to go to. USA Basketball has elevated me as a coach. Um, it's humbled me as a coach. I mean, I have two gold medals. 
Um, you know, not everyone can say that. And to be able to coach some of the best players in the country, I take, you know, I take so much joy when I'm watching them at their respective universities and saying, wow, you know, Nas did that. Ryan did that. Caitlin did that. You know, I can, Haley did, I, I can go down the list, Sedona, um, Aaliyah. And, and yes. to know that, you know, I had that moment and, and um, I was able to really grow from that as a coach. And even a fun story, and I don't know if Paige Beckers wants me to share this, but um, she was so sweet. My daughter, who plays who plays volleyball, but follows basketball because she grew up in it, absolutely loves Paige Beckers. Just, you know, they're all around the same age. And she's like, Mommy, she's the GOAT. She's the GOAT. She's all over TikTok. Well, my daughter turned 16, and, and I asked Paige if she would just share a video message wishing her happy birthday. And... That relationship came because of USA Basketball. And you know what she said? Coach, absolutely. She didn't have to say yes. She didn't have to take time out of her day. And so those are the moments that I will, I will always treasure. You're special, Natasha. And Delaware is fortunate to have you. And you know I tell Chrissy every time I see her how lucky she is. So I will continue to do that so that you continue to pick up the check everywhere we go uh, <laughs> by the next round. Uh, but no, I'm just, I'm just kidding. But seriously, uh, you're wonderful. I'm so proud of everything you've done. Uh, your, your path and your journey is leaving a, a, a great trail behind for others to follow. And we're lucky to have you in the game and we need you to keep doing well and keep on keeping thank on you. and bringing your energy every day. And thank well, you so much for joining us on nothing but net. Debbie, thank you. And um, I, I just, I thank you in so many other ways and just having me on. Just thank you for being a great mentor, leader, and, and just an example, not only for me, but for, for everyone in, in our game. Jasmine Dickey, you know how much I love offense. So I'm so excited to have a player that can score 27 points a game on my podcast. What's it been like this season with your team? Um, it's been good. You know, we just continue to work hard every day. Um, we have a new challenge every day, every team we play, um, and just making sure that we're locking in on the little things, locking in on who we're guarding and, you know, their sets, and then also focusing on us as far as, you know, how to play good defense and executing our plays and just making sure that we're all on the same string. So it's been a lot of fun, and, you know, we got a lot more games to go. You had a game already this season where you scored 48 points. So take me inside the mindset of, of that. Like you're in the second half. Do you have any idea where you are? Is that something that you're even thinking about? I mean, you can look up on the scoreboard and you can see that number continuing to go up. What's that like? Uh, I mean, it was pretty cool. I mean, um, of course, it wasn't like anticipated to score that much. Um, but, you know, my teammates and I, we worked together the, throughout the whole game. And it was a tough game. Um, and just continue to just work. Um, they trusted me with the ball. I trusted them with the ball. And we pretty much gave everything that we gave uh, what we were given. Uh, we went to what we were given. And um, so, you know, just recognizing, you know, whether it's a mismatch or whether we should shoot the ball with the right shot or attacking the basket, you know, getting everybody involved and, you know, just playing hard to the very end for 40 so. So just a little bit of background on you. You averaged seven points your freshman year, and now you're in your senior year and you're averaging 27. What has the player development and skill uh, offseason work been like for you? And give us a sample or an example of 
how much time you've put in the gym to become a really, really good player. Yeah. Um, the summertime, it's like some somewhere where I really like take my time and I'm in the gym every day. Um, but yeah, just expanding my game, working on that mid range still, and then working my way back out to the three. Um, and then also improving percentage wise, you know, that was the main focus coming out of junior year and going into senior year and, um, just making sure that every game and every practice, I'm practicing the right shots. I'm taking the right shots and, you know, making sure that everybody else is involved, but, um, countless hours in the gym, countless hours, you know, and you still got to stay in the gym even, even now. So, um, yeah, just really a bunch of hard work in the gym, like all every day, all day. <laughs> when we talk to coach Adair about you, she brings up two things. She calls it, uh, the Dickey effect. Uh, tell us what the Dickey effect is. Um, I really think, well, in my opinion, I feel like it's based off, you know, energy and, you know, leadership. Um, I try to bring my teammates with me just as they try to bring me with them. And, you know, um, it, it creates a better connection on the court, off the court. And, you know, it, it gets everybody excited and a lot of energy to play. So, yeah, I guess that's what I would call it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, let me ask you this. Um, there's some really great players in our game that can score. And there's other players that can score and add value in other ways. When scoring is not happening, maybe there's a different matchup on the floor or you're not having the same shooting night that or efficient night that you've had. What are some of the other things that you do? I know what you do skill-wise. I mean, mentally, to get yourself out of that place where I'm not hitting shots, I, I don't want to go in a slump. What else can I do? How do you get yourself to be able to do the other things inside the game? Yeah, well, I, I've been told my whole life, to, you know, next play mentality, um, even before, Coach A drills it in our head, so, but even before Coach A, you know, next play mentality, if you miss a shot, it's okay, get it back in other ways as far as defense. Um, Coach puts a big emphasis on defense, so so working really hard on defense, trying not to get beat or backdoored or anything like that is just something that I can contribute to the team, um, getting on the loose balls, rebounding. And so there's there's a lot of other things in the game to do other than scoring. And, you know, if, if I am having an off night, I can rely on my teammates to, you know, get everybody going. And, you know, I can try to do the little dirty things and, and stuff like that, just, just to make sure I'm contributing to the team in other ways. Yeah. Jasmine, I've always known you to have such a great attitude that, um, you know, you you relish the opportunity to lead. You're not ducking from it. So what are some of the things that as the leader of this team this year that you're trying to make sure everybody's connected on doing the same things on the same page? Just just staying together all, all around. You know, we, we face these very tough teams and, you know, adversity may hit and, you know, just staying together as a team. I'm always talking to my team, keeping the energy up. And, you know, they're always talking to me just in case, you know, they they may see me down in, a, in you know, a segment or whatever. Um, but just really like just staying together throughout the whole thing. It starts in practice. You know, we we work hard and we compete hard against each other in practice, which makes it a little easier in the game because we're used to that type of energy and that type of uh, physicality. Um, but yeah, just just drilling into everybody's head and even my own head, just to continue to just stay together, work hard, and then you, uh, Coach A has this formula that we follow. So it's defend, rebound, run, and then score. Um, and so you know, following that for formula, and then you know, overall, we just all got to work hard and work together. Yeah, um, one of the things that I found really interesting in in this era of the transfer portal is that. A player like yourself with the kind of skills that you have could have gone somewhere to maybe a power five or gone to a bigger place with maybe more visibility or uh, more more fans or, you know, better travel or whatever it might be. 
yet coach calls you loyal. Why did you stick with the plan? Um, well, Coach A has been loyal to me from the jump. All the coaches have, you know, going down to Coach A, CC, KK, uh, Jenkins, and Moe's, honestly, like the whole staff has been loyal to me from day one. Um, and, it, and it's such a family-oriented place to be. Like, I, I, I probably wouldn't choose another school other than Delaware. And, you know, sometimes the underdogs is the place to be at, you know? So, um, <laughs> you can make your name on anywhere and you know it's a great atmosphere and I love the team I love the culture staff so yeah I'm not going nowhere <laughs> yeah that's what I'm talking about Jazz I mean right away you can sense your not just your loyalty but your love and passion for playing how much you love your teammates how much you love being at Delaware there's nothing wrong with staying at Delaware and having great success with this group of people I mean this is your group for the rest of your life these yeah. are your teammates forever Sometimes we don't have the maturity to see that or think that way, but you seem to. Why? Um, I, I guess it's just how I grew up. You know, my dad is always like, you know, it doesn't matter matter where you go to school, you know, it's how, how much work you put in, you know, and you can make your name known anywhere um, and you can bring people along with you. So that's just something that I, that just stuck with me for until now, you feel me? And um, just continue to just build that brand. When your playing days are over, wherever, whenever that may be, you are going to be a great employee because you're a great teammate. Somebody's going to give you a big fat job because of your attitude. Do you, do you feel that way? Do you have that kind of confidence about yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that way. You know, I'm a pretty open person. You know, I just want everybody to do good together. <laughs> <laughs> do good together. I like it. Uh, how have you seen Coach A change as during your time, she's had this USA basketball experience and she's been able to bring some other things to your, your workouts and your practice and game planning. Have you seen a, a change in her? Oh, coach has been, you know, the same coach, you know, for, from a jump, but I love when she adds different things to, you know, practice plans or, you know, game plans or something like that. Cause it makes everybody better in the long run. And then, you know, she sees something that we usually don't see, or we might see something that she might not see. And, and that we all work together in that sense also. So, you know, but Coach A has definitely been, you know, the same Coach A from freshman year. Um, and that's that's why exactly why I'm here at Delaware. You know, that loyalty on that side has never changed. And, you know, she's a genuine person all around. So I know you've got sweat equity. Uh, I'm sure you're in the gym all the time. Um, I want to know from an analytical standpoint, how much do you study the game? Do you watch the WNBA? Do you watch film on your opponent more than just the clips that you do as a team? Like what are the, some of the things on the mental side that you're doing to get ready? You know, what's funny, actually, I didn't like, I grew up watching basketball, but like I wasn't like always into the TV and nothing like that. So um, I really did get into it coming into college watching WNBA, watching college basketball, watching the NBA. Um, and just really like, I look at, you know, what certain players do. Um, I study film on myself. I study film on the other teams. I watch film over and over again. Um, and just like seeing things that I can do better, seeing something that the team can do better. You know, if, if I got backdoored on one play, okay, how can I fix that so where I don't get backdoored in the next play or in the next game? Um, um, the jump shots that are being taken or the layups or the, even the shot selection in general, like what could I have done better in the game to help my team out? Um, and then just as a unit, like what we could have done better to, if we did lose a game, like what we could have done better. Or if we won a game, you know, what things can we take from that game for the next game? You know, just trying to better my IQ also and that whole thing. Um, 
and then trying to get everybody better. So, okay. So what, what do you like to do when you're not around basketball? Um, I draw, uh, I also do hair. Um, yeah, I'm pretty creative in that sense. <laughs> yeah. Do, what are you going to do when you're done playing basketball? Um, well, I want to do, I'm majoring in sports health. Um, I have a minor in strength and conditioning. Um, so maybe something along the fields, personal training, maybe, um, maybe athletic training, you know, something along those lines. Um, just depends on, you know, where I'm at. <laughs> right. And today's athlete knows so much about their own body. They have so many ways that they can prepare. There's so much rest and recovery and, and ways that you can better yourself. What's the most important tip or tool you would give somebody as advice for how to recover from a strenuous workout? I definitely would say stretching. Um, I didn't really stretch that much after workouts, after games, anything like that. But recently I need to because <laughs> these legs, <laughs> these four-year legs is a little rough. <laughs> um, but yeah, stretching hurts a lot. Um, stretching helps a lot. Uh, yeah, and then ice baths, those those help a lot too, even though they're super cold. <laughs> Yeah, nobody really likes a nice bath unless you've had to do one and you understand the value in it, right? Yeah, 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 100%. It's those first two minutes you got to get past, then it's okay. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> well, Jazz, it's so great to be with you. Thank you so much for taking time to, to spend with us on Nothing But Net. Uh, I love following your career. I hope more will pay attention to what you're doing because you're a really special talent in our game and we need you to keep playing well. The game just needs it. So thank you for all your extra effort, all your sweat equity, everything you've put in to become the kind of player and person that you've become at Delaware. Thank you, and thanks for having me.